both kids in the 80s, and we talk about a lot of things that were instrumental in our development mentally as the fine adults, full-grown adults you see before you today. But we don't talk a lot, a lot about the things that helped us develop physically. Like this, this nourishment that took place. And if you're a kid of the 80s and you're talking about the things that you helped, the things that you put into your body to help you develop. Flintstones chewable vitamins. Aside from Flintstones chewable vitamins, which <laughs> we need to talk about breakfast cereal. Um, <laughs> Miriam Webster's defines breakfast Not cereal. Not this shit again! As that shit you put in your bowl in the morning and you just pour milk on it and then you eat it. I didn't realize Miriam Webster used words like shit and John and all like that. Miriam Webster has to kind of stay current and hit my guy. I guess. Okay, that's fine. And look, by the way, like, you know, it's hard. She's just one lady. She She is. Figure out how to define all these words. It's not easy. Mr. So, Mr. Oxford can only do so much. Mr. Oxford is cur- is always embroiled in freaking skirmishes about commas. So he doesn't have time. He doesn't have time do- for that shit. He doesn't have time to like help out Miss Webster with the definitions. I'm completely enthralled by this concept of a Mr. Oxford and Miss Merriam Webster now. Yeah. <laughs> are they like best friends do they just like do they hang out and get drinks every friday night discussing the words of the day like i don't know uh they're professional colleagues but I okay say, all right but, but you know there's there's some beef there there's some shit that went down in the 30s that are <laughs> still not over i didn't think that there was any thing that needed to be more discussed about breakfast cereal but Teves believes that there needs to be a in-depth discussion on this topic. And since we're all about every topic and subject imaginable, from the serious to the super fucking silly, we're going to do it all. That's right, we're doing it all. Because <laughs> this is serious business right here. Yeah, and the reason, and let's talk about why we're talking about breakfast cereal, is because... Aside from being a part of a nutritious breakfast, these characters, these flavors, these Shapes. ideas are instrumental in kind of what made 80s babies into what they are. I will say this about breakfast cereal, however, and now I was actually like really thinking about the topic. It really kind of dawned on me that like, No other breakfast item is more personal, is more uh, relatable than the cereal, right? Nobody's out here like having like personal connections with grits or like eggs or, or toast, English muffins. No, nobody's having a deep philosophical, personal life-sharing story experience with those things. Breakfast cereals, thousand percent. Thousand percent. Before we get into this discussion, I think it's nice, it would be good to have a little background 
What? So we're so we're gonna get into a brief history of breakfast. Okay, hold on. Why why do we need a brief history on breakfast? Like, other than since the dawn of man, since the time of the dinosaurs, you know, when you were in your 30s, what has breakfast been other than just the first meal of the day? Well, if you let me tell the history, <laughs> I can answer that question. Look, the floor is yours. I need to talk about <laughs> how the quest to end masturbation what? Whoa, 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 whoa. led to the serial revolution we now enjoy. Okay. Um, I, I feel like this train is extremely off the tracks. No way. This train is firmly and directly on the tracks. Okay. Let me explain. You you draw that parallel between breakfast cereal and masturbation. This I gotta hear. In the early 19th, 20th century, there was kind of a movement of people who kind of wanted to keep themselves pure and masturbation was seen as a threat to that. There was a scientist, or let's say a therapist rather, a therapist who was at a, a therapist from a very well known and chic sanitarium. Sanitariums back then did not mean what it means today. Sanitarium is like a spa in the early 19th and the early 20th century. In the Battle Creek Sanitarium, a therapist decides that. Of course, it was Michigan. It's the food that's the problem. And that because people are eating diets that are rich in meat and spice, that is what's causing people to want to be masturbating all the time. So he decided if people had a more bland diet that was kind of based on, you know, simple grains, nuts, things of that nature, <laughs> people, would, people would be less inclined to deal with that bad, bad polluting of the body that would be masturbation so, what you're describing right now sounds very puritan or christian yes it is very puritan and christian this dude was Chris, or he was a therapist but the, he came up with these ideas based on christian philosophy but Fucking the Catholicism. but the idea is a diet that was more bland would would reduce the amount of masturbation going on. So what he did was now the 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 act itself or the desire to. Oh, let's say the desire. I mean, you can still. I mean, yes, the desire. Okay. That that therapist's name is John Harvey Kellogg. Get the hell out of here! <laughs> now, John Harvey Kellogg invented cornflakes. Oh my god. At the sanitarium to be in line with his philosophy. The most bland he, cereal ever. And his brother, Will Keith Kellogg, sold cornflakes outside of the sanitarium. So that's why it's Kellogg's. So they were like just like a pair of snake oil dealers or whatever the fuck. So cornflakes... Uh, are popular they kind of take off a visitor to the sanitarium sees the cornflakes experiences the cornflakes realizes this is a pretty good idea maybe we could replicate this 
or do other stuff. Maybe we might be able to do other things with the cornflakes. And this visitor's name is C.W. Post. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. I, I, okay. My, I, my mind is fucking blown right now. Jesus Christ. Keep C- going. Keep going. C.W. Post going along with this philosophy and trying to invent something similar to cornflakes invents grape nuts. Oh, man. The idea gets very popular and popular and more popular until eventually there's more than 100 different varieties of cornflakes out there in the world. So why? So it then becomes necessary to differentiate yourself in this flooded market of cornflakes. And one of the best ways to do that is with cute, colorful mascots. Yes. And that is how we get to the situation we are in today now are you blown how's that how's that for research all right okay i have nothing to say i cannot shit on your oral presentation of the history of cereal i thought it was gonna be something silly and ridiculous but i mean it is it is kind of ridiculous just think about the thought process behind all of that but yeah, I, I'm highly enlightened and educated. So people of the Teebs and Kid Phoenix podcast fandom, uh, you should just get in the menchies and thank Teebs for that one. Because I had no idea where the hell he was going with it. And I, we all learned something today. That's right. That's what this podcast is about. Learning. Now. Learning and talking about other pop culture shit. But yes. Now, let's talk about what you look for in a good cereal. What makes cereal great? Okay, let me, you know? I, I'll, I'll just kick this off because I know what I look for. Uh, number one, the taste has to be there. Sorry, if it's the first meal of the day, it's got to be good. Otherwise, it's going to throw my whole goddamn day off. Uh, no disrespect to cornflakes or grape nuts, but no, fuck that. Give me frosted flakes instead of cornflakes. And give me uh, any one of 100 sugary cereals over grape nuts. That's number one. Number two, there's a presentation element, right? First of all, the box. The box has to be fun, whimsical. Like when you see it and you're a child of the 80s like we were, parents are rolling us down the aisle. It was the box that made you just kind of want to reach out and grab it. You know what I mean? On top of that, uh, commercialization has to be a thing. The commercials have to be poppy because it makes you want to have that cereal as a young kid. You see the bright colors with the commercials and the cartoonishness. And the mascot also goes into the presentation element. All of those things. Taste, presentation, those make for the best cereal. Well, we need to talk about also, um, you know, things like how long does it stay crunchy in milk for? That's another good one. You know, how well does the cereal match the thing that it's advertised as? That it's advertised as. Also, like, (sighs) nutritional content does matter. Does it? It does matter a little bit. 
I feel like it or, matters when you reach a certain age. <laughs> I mean, not or, personally. I'm still out here eating fucking fruity and cocoa pebbles and every damn thing else. But, you know, whatever. But that is the main thing. The main, those are the main aspects. We're going to get into some of the cereals that we think are the best and the worst. Um, yeah. But uh, right now, I want to see if there's any particular cereals that you remember as being particularly just weird or out there or nuts or like. Obviously, there's the Urkelos, there's the Mr. T cereal. There was a Ghostbusters themed cereal, I believe. It was. I, I think a lot of that comes from like the commercialization of pop culture mm-hmm. and just trying to make more money off the merchandising. Uh, one joke in Spaceballs was Spaceballs the breakfast cereal. And you saw a lot of movies and TV shows and uh, uh, cartoons as well going the cereal route just to try to make more money and just say, hey, here's this pop culture thing you like. Here's a breakfast cereal that you might like. Uh, why don't you give it a shot? Just another way to imbibe and just just devour pop cultural things um now there there's some weird ones that i i will say and the most weird ones are the probably the most recent ones there are like girl scout cookie flavored cereals which is kind of no thank you there's also oreo o's which makes no fucking sense whatsoever because why do i want a cereal with oreos in it I will just go grab a bag of Oreos and I'm an adult. If I want to have Oreos for breakfast, fuck it. I'll have Oreos for breakfast. S'more cereals. Like, no, I want the actual s'more. I want the, I want the graham and the marshmallow and the chocolate. I don't want it all like condensed in like nonsense. Uh, Cream filled cereals are like a thing now. Gross. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the commercials for Crave. It's it, it's like it's like Captain Crunch with like a chocolate center, and gross. it's it's gross. It's extremely gross. I floated this idea to you before we started this podcast. You and I are both originally from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We both know the greatness that is the Tasty Cake. Yes, Tasty Cake is Tasty Cakes are pretty great. I I will say a lot of them function as breakfast items on their own but i wanted to pose this question to you us being children of philadelphia what tasty cake would make the best breakfast cereal i think it's going to be coffee cake junior make the case um because it would then well coffee cake junior is coffee cake but it's got this lovely little crumb topping yes and it would in fact become the only cereal to my knowledge with nutmeg 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 is incredible let's just let's just go ahead and make nutmeg the official spice of teams and kid phoenix podcast there we go it's nutmeg eat a dick all spice i'm sorry Okay. Go fuck yourself, Fennegie. Okay. All right. Settled. Okay. Fennegie's not, they do not need to be out here catching strays. That was unnecessary. 
the butterscotch crimpet. I'm not saying I would eat this necessarily, but there are people that swear by that flavor profile. And I feel like there are people that would eat little mini crunchy butterscotch crimpets. I'm not a butterscotch crimpet guy. How dare so, you? Uh... Teebs is, is a uh, coffee cake junior chocolate cupcake guy. Chocolate cupcake with chocolate frosting guy. Very important distinction. Not yeah. the chocolate cupcake with the white stripe on the top. Not the cream filled chocolate cupcake. Those are bullshit. Those are bullshit. <laughs> okay. We need to discuss our top three worst cereals. Now, okay. I have three written down here. Before we get into that, let's take a break. Let's pay some bills. All right. And then we will get into it. Sounds good. We'll, we'll satisfy the ad men, as it were. Teeth and Kid Phoenix will be back with this topic of breakfast cereal. We'll, we'll come back and we'll probably be a hell of a lot more silly to offset the, the history and everyone's minds being blown <laughs> about where the hell the concept of the breakfast cereal came from. Because, holy shit, I need a minute here. Yeah. Teeth and Kid Phoenix versus breakfast cereals. We'll be right back. Okay, we've returned, and I, I hope everybody's brains are, like, molded and shaped back into place so that you can enjoy the rest of this podcast. I'm still kind of, like, putting brain fragments where they need to go. Um, so let's just continue and just go on with this. All right, so we're going to start off. We're going to talk about our worst list. Um, because you know what, we're about positivity on this podcast, and we say, you know, let's get the bad stuff out of the way first, so that we can concentrate on the good stuff. So, you're, we're going to be ranking them from, from three guess, to one, from third worst to most worst. Third worst cereal for me, and this is a joint. I'm putting two cereals in my third worst. Wow. Those two cereals are Lucky Charms and Tricks. Wow. Both of them. The taste of the Lucky Charm. First of all, without the marshmallows, Lucky Charms is a trash cereal. Trash. It's garbage. Without the marshmallows, Lucky Charms is alphabets without the alphabet. Let's just, okay, we need to just establish that Alphabets are just replacement level cereal. Yeah, the wins well, of Alphabets Wolver is just like, the just cereal. Alphabets is up there with like Cheerios. It's the default. Me. It's yeah. the default cereal. It's, it's everything at default settings. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. And they try to be fun and whimsical. Like you can make uh, words with your cereal and whatnot. Like, No. It just it doesn't it's not gonna work that way, right? Because the taste is not good. The so yeah, you can make words with the cereal, but then you have to eat it anyway. So mm -hmm. it takes all the fun out of it. You have fun for like however many minutes, two to five minutes making the words with your cereal, and then the rest of the time you're just eating it. So at right. that point, what why what am I even doing? But getting what back doing? but getting back to my point, without the marshmallows. 
Lucky Charms is a trash cereal. Exactly. Tricks is another trash cereal. When it comes to fruity cereals, Tricks is like the bottom of the barrel for me. Fruity Pebbles is number one. All right. I got to say something here now. All right. All fruit cereals, garbage. Wow. I don't know if look, I'm going that far. Look, it's 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 a fake-ass fruit taste. Yeah. And I have actual fruit. Okay. There's actual fruit right here that I could eat. There's, why do there, I want to eat? Why do I want to eat apple jacks when apples are right here? Oh, that's that's coming. Um, but I, I see what you're saying. Like, I don't want to eat fruit flavored grains when I have apples and blueberries and strawberries right here. It just makes no sense. That being said, fruity pebbles are still delicious. Fruit loops are still kind of delicious, but mm-hmm. tricks, absolutely not. Tricks is a trash cereal. The other thing that really kind of sets me off about Tricks and Lucky Charms, the present the, the presentation, specifically the ad campaigns. The ad campaigns of both cereals are rooted in bullying. And I cannot support that. Okay, listen. Lucky Charms, the commercials are fit all around this concept of we're gonna steal this cereal. From a nice leprechaun who's just out here trying to keep his lucky charms for himself. Okay, S- selfishness aside, that's his pri- that's his prerogative. If he doesn't want to share, you can't force him to share. That's bullshit. Okay, I just like to make a point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> During the course of my research, okay, God, I found out. That actually, Lucky the Leprechaun yeah. was removed as mascot for Lucky Charms for a short while by Waldo the Wizard because Lucky was deemed, you know, too like weird or whatever. I thought you were going to say stereotypically problematic. <laughs> but then Lucky was brought back. In fact, they did steal his Lucky Charm. So it's a little bit understandable that uh, he'd he'd have. I forgot some, about Waldo the Wizard. He'd have some some stress about it. But uh, yeah, the Tricks Rabbit. Just leave the rabbit alone. Let him eat his goddamn tricks for Christ's sake. No, the the Tricks Rabbit is different because that's a different kind of bullying. Wherein the Tricks Rabbit just wants a bowl of tricks, and he goes to exuberant almost wily coyote level extents to get a bowl of tricks. Would you just feed the rabbit some goddamn food? Okay. That's all he wants. Maybe he's just out here. He's just starving in the streets. Give him a fucking bowl of cereal. Even if it is the most trash fruit cereal on planet earth, just let him have some. Okay. Cannot get behind those ad campaigns. Also L- lucky charms. They jump the shark with the with the marshmallow flavors, right? They had the basics, green clovers, yellow hearts, purple moons. Those are all fine. But when you get into like blue asteroids or whatever the fuck they're doing now, it's just too much. Stick with the hits. That's fine. 
I mean, since the marshmallows are the only goddamn selling point of the cereal anyway, that's, that's they got to change it up. So, okay, my number, th- my my third worst cereal, kicks. <laughs> what are we doing? It's just it's just puffed pieces. It's just corn puffs. What are we doing? I was gonna say I can't even remember the flavor profile of kicks. There is no flavor. It's like eating styrofoam. <laughs> Kix does not have a place in the cereal aisle. Like, and there's no colorful presentation that you can put on Kix that makes me want to reach out and grab it. You know what I mean? It's below replacement level cereal. I'd rather I, eat alphabets than Kix. Um, second worst for me. And you kind of mentioned it already. Apple Jacks. Trash, terrible cereal. It doesn't taste like apples. What even is it the flavor of? I don't know what it is, but it's not the flavor of apples. It's not the flavor of Jacks. I don't know what flavor of Jacks. I've eaten Jacks. (laughs) Had them in my mouth. (laughs) Like, I don't know what they were trying to do. And like we were saying with the Lucky Charms. There was always the orange kind of pinkish Apple Jacks, but then they added these green Apple Jacks in there to kind of signify, hey, we're putting Granny Smith taste in here along with Red Delicious or whatever the fuck the originals were. Sorry, it doesn't matter. Your product doesn't taste like what you're advertising. You're you're fraudulent. Fraudulent. Fraudulent (laughs) cereal. Has nothing to do with anything. Like the that box, said, the box is nice. It's it's colorful. It's out there. It's like the Big Mac, right? When you yeah. see the Big Mac on the screen, you see it. It's all nice and plump. And I feel like I'm definitely reenacting a scene from falling down. It's nice. It's juicy. It's plump. But then when you get it, it's all smushed down. I feel that way with Apple Jack. Like there's the apple shaped bowl on the box. There's the stem coming out of the bowl. There's the Apple Jacks themselves in the cereal. So you look at it and you're just like, hey, this might taste delicious because I like apples. I like cereal. Why not give it a shot? And then you put it in your mouth and you spit it out immediately. And then you reach for a Granny Smith that's on the table. Exactly. Apple uh, Jacks, fraudulent cereal. That's second worst. Uh, second worst for me, corn pops. Again, like wow. just a goddamn disappointing below replacement level cereal. These should not even come in a box. These should come in a bag that just says cereal on it. <laughs> what are we doing? So the so the, the the sugary glaze of the corn pop does nothing for you? Nothing. I, I will say this between corn pops and Honey Smacks, I believe it was. Yeah. Was it Honey Smacks or Golden Smacks? I always get the two confused. They're the same damn Smacks. Actually, they're not. But um, this is the worst thing about both of those cereals, right? Mm-hmm. When you were a kid, right, how did you get cereal from the box to the bowl? Poured it straight in. Okay, see, you poured it straight in. I did, like, handfuls. That's, that's gross. It, now it I is. feel... Now I feel bad. And wait a minute. Wait a second. 
So does this mean that you had your dirty ass booger picking hands in the cereal bowl, in the cereal box, and then I went in after you and poured myself some cereal? It's very possible, especially if there was a fucking contaminated cereal. Is that what happened? It's very possible, especially if there was like a toy inside that I wanted. No, you pour all the cereal out into a big mixing bowl. You get the toy and then you pour everything back. No, you don't do that. You don't do that in our house because you you will be reprimanded severely for doing that. You don't remember that? You don't remember those days? Or maybe I was the only one that got punished for that. Because maybe I did it once. You needed to be punished. (laughs) Sticking your greasy mitts all up in the the, uh, cereal box. But back to my point. Because I would do it by hand, there, there would just there, there it, my it, it would be sticky and it just ruins the entire experience for me. Yeah, dude, because you're not supposed to use your hand to get the cereal out of the goddamn box. I was a that's kid. not the cereal's fault. That's I, your fault. <laughs> but I didn't have that problem with like frosted flakes or anything. Good God. <laughs> Team is just thinking about the many colds and flus he probably got because of me back in the 1980s. So what are we on now? We're on your, your, this is your worst cereal right now. My worst cereal, Mm -hmm. hands down. Mm -hmm. And there are multiple reasons, but there are two big ones. Mm -hmm. My personal worst cereal that I've ever eaten, Mm -hmm. will not eat ever to this day, Captain Crunch. The only thing, wow, the only thing good going for Captain Crunch is probably the mascot. That's the only good thing that has that it's got going for it. It's an underwhelming taste. I don't know what the I don't know what the flavor is. I don't know what it is. It's like pockets of sugar and like that's it. Which as a kid, fine, whatever. But no, I'd rather just like take spoonfuls of sugar and just stick them in my mouth at that point. The other problem that I have with Captain Crunch or that other cereal, uh, it was like a royal cereal. It was like the, the king on the box. I forget the I name. Remember. I don't remember it, but it was like the off-brand Captain Crunch. But anyway, both of those cereals, no matter how long you kept that shit in milk, no matter how many calluses you got from eating it time and time again, just... The mouth trauma from eating that cereal. There would be so much like cuts from on the roof of your mouth and your, your gums and your tongue. Just no, just absolutely not. I just felt like I was eating a bowl of metal crustios the whole goddamn time. Captain Crunch, trash cereal from a taste standpoint wow. and from a pleasure of eating standpoint. Just no, wow. absolutely not. Little barrels of corn with sugar, whatever the fuck it was. Just wow. no, absolutely not. Eat a dick, Captain Crunch. Worst, wow. <laughs> worst cereal ever in the litany of cereals that I've eaten. I would rather have cornflakes than fucking Captain Crunch. I just need a minute. Take all the time you need. Because Captain Crunch is a garbage cereal. Garbage. Garbage. Fire that shit into the sun. Leave the captain, but take all of his cereal 
put it in a space rocket, put it into the sun, grab the captain by his neck and say, listen, come up with some better shit. Sorry, I'm getting really upset and angry and animated about Captain Crunch because I'm thinking of all the, the fucking pain that I endured eating that cereal. Crunch okay. berries, crunch berries, all berries. When that came out, I will eat the hell out of that. But oh my god! Okay, Captain oh. Crunch by itself, the original, the OG, absolutely fucking not. Maybe, maybe some consideration for the peanut butter Captain Crunch, but outside of that, no. OG Captain Crunch, get it the fuck out of my pantry. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. Sorry, I'm really mad. I'm really upset. I apologize for all of the F-bombs that I've thrown out about fucking Captain Crunch, but he it deserves it. Any honorable mentions for worst before I reveal my worst cereal? Uh, life probably goes in there, as we've discussed. Uh, OG Cheerios, not great. I think those I think those are my two honorable mentions for worse. I didn't really have like a whole lot of worse cereals because I kind of stuck to what I liked. And like most of the worst cereals that I've had is cereals that I've had to eat out of necessity because that was all that was available. Oh, also any store brand cereal, any off brand shop right brand cereal that came in a bag, not in a box. No, that all all of that honorable mention for worse. Honorable mention for worst for me, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's just too much. What are your, you doing? Your sister. What your, are you doing? Our sister is insanity. Our sister is going to beat your ass when she it's hears just, that. It's just a box of nonsense. She is going to beat your the, ass. What is happening? Cinnamon it's Toast Crunch. It's sugar. It's I. I got no idea what's hap- what's going on in this box right now. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is an honorable mention for best for me because the box is great. The, the the presentation, the commercial, there's even like uh, like the jingle is at least is even kind of is kind of fun. Cinnamon Toast Crunch like that. That's great. Like that gets in your head as an earworm. And as a kid, you remember that shit. Look, don't buy the marketing hype. Okay? I have, as part of the cereal. <laughs> All right, fine. Just saying, our 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 sister's gonna beat your ass for that one. Number one worst cereal, Wheaties. Wow, terrible, <laughs> fucking awful. I would rather eat a bowl of wet newspaper than fucking Wheaties. Okay, isn't that what new? Isn't that what Wheaties is anyway? Pretty much. You it, it, the instant it touched the milk, it's soggy. It's instantly Instant. soggy. Instantaneously. I don't even know how that works. It's incredible. It's, I, listen, you can put whoever you want on the box. I don't care. Put Bruce Jenner on there. Put Michael Jordan on there. It doesn't matter. Cereal's still trash. Okay. Wheaties is the only cereal that I know where you put milk in it. And if you have enough of it, you can do paper mache artwork. <laughs> that's, that's how accurate. That, that is an accurate statement. That is how that is how much trash Wheaties is. I'd rather use it for paper mache artwork than put it in my body. I mean, you can kind of do it with cornflakes too, but still. All right, real quick, rapid fire. Uh, best mascots, best cereal-based mascots. Tony the Tiger. 
Yes, for me, it is also Tony the Tiger. Yeah, there's uh, what that that's the list. Is there any do we really need to go anywhere else? Snap, crackle, and pop get some. Love. Oh, yeah, they get some love. Um, the burglar from Cookie Crisp, but not necessarily the cop. Sonny the Cocoa Puffs Cuckoo. Yes, it does. Get some love. Toucan Sam. Fucking Toucan Sam. That's a trash cereal, but he's okay. Uh, again, trash cereal, but the mascot is cool. The the Smacks Frog. Dig him. Dig him Smacks. Yeah. Dig him Smacks, exactly. The only cereal mascot that I can recall that was referenced in a hip-hop song. All right, now here we go. I feel like there's a mass, some mascots we're, we're forgetting. Uh, trash cereal, but I, I, I feel for Lucky. Uh, again, trash cereal, but I feel for the Tricks Rabbit. Uh, shout out to the Monsters. Count Chocula, Boo Berry. Uh, Frankenberry. Frankenberry. The Mummy. Yummy Mummy. Um, shout out to all those cereals. guys. Those are not great cereals, but... Uh... They're only good on Halloween. That's it. After that, yeah, put them cereal, away. Any cereal with marshmallows in it, that's a red flag. Like, stand yep. by your cereal. Don't stand by your cereal. Bullshit in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The top the top three best. All right. What, what's your number three? So, so let's do it in reverse this time. Because I, I start off with my third worst. What's your third best? Why are you laughing already? It's Captain Crunch. <laughs> God damn it. Why? Why do you do this to me? I love Captain Crunch. Because now, now I feel like a giant asshole. It, it tastes great. Does it? It, it does not. It doesn't get soggy. I oh, think, my God. I think there's a lot to be said of a cereal that you can eat right out of the box without needing... To, to to get wet, and I think I'm sorry. When the, I'm sorry, but after the nuclear war, there's going to be nothing but Honda Civics, cockroaches, and boxes of Captain Crunch. Those hey, are the only things that are going to survive. I like, I love two of those things. By the way, in my research, here we go again. I found out that the design of the character Captain Crunch is actually based on Jay Ward, the animator behind the Rocky and Bullwinkle franchise. That fits, because when you see uh, Captain Crunch's helm hat, you, you kind of see Bullwinkle the Moose a little bit. And I also realized, I found out Captain Crunch's actual name. Vigo his, Crunch? His full name is... Captain Horatio Magellan Crunch. You're making that up. I am not making that up. Making that up. Stop making. Stop making things up. You are. You are. You are lying right now. You are lying. lying. You are lying to me. You are lying to our listeners. That is a true thing that happened. Captain Crunch. Of, Of course, Captain Crunch would be in your best third best cereal for me. We have discussed that presentation matters, mascot matters, taste matters. You have to be exactly what you sell. Rice Krispies, number three for me. I I will will eat a a bowl of Rice Krispies, the Snap Crackle Pop. The drawback is the sogginess once the milk hits it. When the milk hits, you have no time to waste. 
You just have to gobble that stuff up right away. But it's rice, it's easy, pellets, done deal. You're in the you're in the house. You're in business. I, I think it sucks as a sit down, pour milk over it cereal, but its versatility for other utilities. Oh yeah, I think make up for it. Oh yeah, the the rice crispy treat. If if it was not for rice crispy treats, this would definitely be in my bottom three. How about this? There's actually a rice krispies treats cereal now. That seems uh excessive. That seems like something meta. That's too meta for That's me. too meta for me. That's too meta for teams. Uh snap crackle pop as a trio of mascots. Fantastic. The oh. commercial the commercials were always great. Uh the the blending of animation into like live action because you didn't really see you you got it with Tony the Tiger, but outside of him and Snap Crackle Pop, I can't think of cartoons sitting down with live children eating breakfast cereal. I'm sure I'm missing one or two, but those are the only two that come to mind. So there's there's that relatability because Snap Crackle and Pop, they would sit there with me at the breakfast table. I would hear them talking. And uh, yeah, nice, nice, delicious on the way down. If you mm-hmm. want to you throw some fruit in there, like some bananas or some blueberries, done. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like the add-on potential for Rice Krispies makes it very versatile as a cereal. And Steve is laughing his ass off right now. <laughs> oh, Rice Krispies, but not Captain Crunch. Hells, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> My second favorite cereal. Raisin Bran. Okay, listen. We have to talk about... Go ahead. Go we ahead. Have to talk about something that's Go ahead. going on. When the fuck did it become not okay to like raisins? Okay, America? Raisins are great. Look, oatmeal raisin is a fantastic cookie. It's way better than fucking white chocolate macadamia nut, which nobody asked for. Yeah. Ubiquitous now. Yeah. Like, don't succumb to the chalkocracy, you guys. Raisins yeah. are great. Yeah. Because look, if I bite into another oatmeal chocolate chip cookie. That's a I'm thing going, now? I'm going on a coast-to-coast one-man rampage. Hold on a second. There, there are oatmeal chocolate chip cookies now. Yes. It's terrible. It's gross. That's, that's okay. All right. But yeah, R- Raisin Bran, it's not, as a kid you don't appreciate Raisin Bran for its nutritional content because you're too busy. I'm not not appreciating it for nutritional content. I'm appreciating it because it's got raisins covered in sugar. Who thought of that shit? That's incredible. That's the greatest thing anybody's ever come up with. All right. Let me ask you this. I think of Raisin Bran, right? And then I look at the, I I look at the visual profile of Wheaties. Mm Mm-hmm. Am I wrong in thinking that Raisin Bran is just Wheaties with sugar-covered raisins in it? You, I could see where you're coming from, but the bran actually holds up a little bit better in the milk, and it tastes, it actually has a flavor to it, unlike Wheaties, which just tastes like fucking... Sand, drywall. Bad. Yeah, drywall. <laughs> now, I, I, I would agree. Ra- Raisin Bran, and me... As as a kid, like I said, like it was, I didn't really appreciate the nutritional value of raisin bran because I was too busy finding the cereals that were like full of sugar and stuffing it into my mouth. But as I have turned forty, my 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 needs have shifted 
to I have to be really more self-conscious about what I'm putting into my body because my stomach, my digestive system at age 40 is not what it was at age, you know, four or five. Slightly different. <laughs> yes. Number two for me, second best cereal. This is going to sound controversial at first, but going off your raisin bran take, frosted mini weeds. Frosted mini weeds are pretty great. They but, are awesome. But one of your main arguments against Captain Crunch was mouth trauma. <laughs> this is a big mouth trauma inducing cereal. I would like to push back on that because I keep frosted mini weeds in my pantry. There is a melting point. There's that perfect melting point where you let the mini wheat sit in the milk long enough to where you're not cutting the shit out of the roof of your mouth when you eat them. Mm -hmm. I see where you're coming from, from this perspective. And it speaks to the versatility of the frosted mini wheat that not all cereals have. Frosted mini wheats, while great as a breakfast cereal, doubles as a very nutritious snack early in the afternoon, late in the day. You got a sandwich bag of frosted mini wheats. I will get down on that. That's where I see the mouth trauma coming in because they're, they're dry. They're fully formed. So, yeah, I can see that. But the, the shredded wheat, that was one thing. And then somebody had the brilliant idea of saying, hey, let's frost one side for a little bit. Uh, for that little extra sweetness and let's let's see if we can make a little bit more money with a different clientele because as a as a kid i'm not eating shredded mini wheats but as a kid i'm definitely eating frosted mini wheats that's for damn sure any honorable mentions before we get into our final uh cinnamon toast crunch is honorable mention for me even though it's your worst cereal, which, you know, like I no, said. No, it was honorable mention for worst. It was not in my list. Like, like I said, our, our sister is going to beat your ass when she listens to this podcast. More honorable mention for worst cereal, not the worst cereal. I have a soft spot for Fruity Pebbles for whatever reason. It's the best of the Fruity cereal. So I feel like I, I, I get it. It's like the the best of the worst kind of cereal shouldn't get some kind of uh accolade but i i like a nice fruity a nice bowl of fruity pebbles if there's nothing else and it's just laying around frosted flakes og got gotta love me a bowl of frosted flakes if i can get my hands on one and uh i i believe that's gonna do it for my honorable mentions i can't really think of any others just because as i stated before there wasn't a whole lot of like trial and error with my breakfast cereal back in the day. I tended to just go with what I was familiar with and liked. Again, this is about versatility for me. Honorable mention checks. Yes. Um, if you're talking about an out of the box. As a cereal, not strong. Although I, I do ride hard for wheat checks. Um, checks mix. Party mix. Checks are great. Oh, Honey Nut Cheerios also for me. Because that also doubles as a cereal where put it in a sandwich bag and you got yourself a nice little snack at like 1.30, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. All right, so let's hear it. Your number one 
best cereal of all time. I'm not beating around the bush. I'm not doing any extra special nonsense or anything like that. My favorite cereal of all time, Cocoa Puffs. Hands down. Uh, don't come at me if you want to. I don't care. Cocoa Puffs. Great box presentation. Great commercials. Great ad campaign. Sonny the Dodo or whatever the hell he was. Great mascot. The, the cereal is delicious. and. When you're done with eating your nice chocolatey bowl of Cocoa Puffs, you have a nice little bit of chocolate milk to wash it down with. Look, I feel like that added extra, it just, it's the spice of life. And that little bit of extra just warms my heart as a kid or as a 40, almost 42 year old adult that still eats Cocoa Puffs to this day. I, I still appreciate it. I still love it. I see the box. If it's on sale, I grab it. I don't I don't pay full price for Cocoa Puffs. That's the only thing. I may go get a box after this podcast. Cocoa Puffs. 1,000% unequivocally my favorite breakfast cereal of all time. Now, I know we promised we wouldn't do this. Mm. But, um... That's a really fucking stupid choice for best cereal. Listen. Why? Okay. <laughs> Explain to me why. Because five minutes after you pour the milk on there, you're eating a bowl of kicks. Just buy kicks, buy chocolate milk, put them together. It's the same fucking thing. No, it's not. Because the puff is coated. It's completely chocolatey. It's not, it's not coated. It's not coated with chocolate. It's chocolate all the way around and through. Okay? Not every cereal does that. You can't put kicks in with chocolate milk and get the same flavor profile. No, it's not how it works. There's a specific perfect blend of the chocolate and the the corn-ish taste. It's perfect in every way from a chocolatey cereal standpoint. I do not ride for Cocoa Pebbles at all. I think Cocoa Pebbles is trash cereal because it just turns pasty. No. Cocoa Puffs, 1,000%, the best chocolatey cereal, hands down. For me, the number one best cereal of all time is Frosted Flakes. Um, it takes Corn Flakes, which is a classic, and just puts a bunch of sugar all over it. Yeah. Uh, which is I also a classic. Listen, sometimes the things that are the best are simple. Yeah. And... In the words of a personal hero of mine, I will just say, they're great. Um, <laughs> Damn it. All right. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm out of here. I'm, but look, I'm, that's it. I'm that's gone. all we got. We're done. <laughs> that's the end of the podcast. I'm going to go eat some cereal. So we're obviously we post on everything. Like, subscribe, follow the podcast. We are on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on Facebook Podcasts. If you follow us on the page, which if you're a fan of the show, you should be, click on the tab that says Podcast. Everything is right there. You can like, you can give us hearts, you can give us the laughter emojis, you can even comment on the podcast. And we invite our listeners to list some of your favorite breakfast cereals. You, what are your favorites? What are your least favorites? What are your honorable mentions? We want to hear them all. 
we do want to hear them all but don't come for me for my Wheaties take because you know I'm right yeah there's no there's no redeeming quality about Wheaties there's just not uh, gross if you want to you can talk to us via Facebook you can talk to us via Twitter you can follow me I am Kid Phoenix you can follow me on Twitter at Adob Royster you can follow Teves at Ateeb K you can follow the show on Twitter at Teves and Kid Versus and that's how you find us. So we're done. We're we'll done. See you, we'll we're see done. you next Wednesday with a new topic. And it, uh, it, it might be serious. It might be silly. We might be talking about, you know, favorite sodas. We don't know. We don't know. We have a list of topics that we want to cover. Some of them are some of them are great. Some of them are silly in nature. Some are going to be serious. But we're covering all the topics because you know what? Teeves and Kid Phoenix were too hot to handle, too cold to hold. They called Teeves and Kid Phoenix, so now we are in control. Oh my God! Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I've been I'm on gonna a, go. I've been on a Bobby Brown kick for whatever reason. I don't know why, Fantastic. but anyway. Fantastic. But Teeves and Kid Phoenix series two rolls on. More content, fresh content. We'll be back, like Teeves said, next week with a hot new topic. But until then, go out, get some breakfast cereal, whatever your favorite is, chomp down on it, rewind this podcast, and listen to this podcast while eating your favorite breakfast cereal. There you go. That's something you can do. We're out of here. Talk to you soon. Deuces. <laughs>